2023 is not off to a great start, especially when it comes to the reputation of the ugly Indian traveller. The first week of this new year has been filled with mid-air clashes. Indian flyers making headlines for all the wrong reasons. Embarrassing incidents of verbal and physical fights. Full-fledged brawls among passengers. A rude passenger calling a flight attendant a servant. And then... Air India has been trending when it emerged that on the 26th of November on a New York to New Delhi Air India flight, a Mumbai-based passenger under the influence of excessive alcohol unzipped his pants and urinated on an elderly woman, a co-passenger, a 72-year-old woman. What followed after? The crew's response, the, the handling of the matter was worse. Today, the Tata Sons chairman, N. Chandrasekharan, admitted that Air India's response to this drunk flyer urinating on a woman should have been swifter, that the airline fell short. That is a quote of addressing the situation in the way that it should have. What's with the ugly Indian flyer? Why are we all so quick to fly off the handle? Why are airline spats becoming the new normal? And what are the systemic changes needed to avoid such situations in the future? Let's quickly dive into the show. We have Dr. Sugata Bhattacharji first joining us. He's a co-passenger. He was on that plane. Um, doctor, you were seated by Shankar Mishra, the accused here. And it was clear to you that the accused was drunk? Yes, Sarah, thank you for having me. One quick correction. It was a flight from JF, uh, JFK to Delhi, not JFK to Mumbai. And, uh, yes, we said and, New York to Delhi. Uh, New York to Delhi, yeah. So, um, yes, uh, I was sitting, uh, seated beside him. I was, uh, my seat number was 8A. He was seated next to me, uh, 8C. And, uh, I was, I was the part of the whole ordeal. Uh, even though I did not see him uh, urinating on the pa- uh, passenger because I was sleeping, but I woke up to him falling on the seat uh, next to me. When he uh, returned, uh, when he was made to go he... back to his seat. No, 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 no. Uh, he. What happened was uh, uh, we, we were we were served lunch. The lunch is served uh, uh, about an hour of takeoff. So and uh, and then uh, we uh, I was speaking to him and in the. Uh, process of close to 40 minutes of the lunch he had uh, four drinks in a, a pretty quick succession and he uh, kept asking me the same question over and over again you know he asked me what, what by the way do you have kids what do they do i answered and then again in the middle do you have children what do they do and so, so by the third time i was you know i understood that he is not holding his uh, alcohol well and he did say that you know we, uh, he was traveling he was uh, exhausted but so when I uh, finished lunch, I went to the uh, uh, galley and I did, after I washed my hand, I, I flagged one of the male uh, steward who was uh, serving um, uh, the side where we were in, uh, the left side of the business class. And I told, listen, uh, buddy, I think he had way too many and uh, just keep an eye. And he what smiled because... Response? He just smiled because, uh, Sarah, you have to understand the typically you don't see uh, this kind of a behavior uh, to uh, from Delhi, uh, Delhi US flights. You don't? Uh, most I have been flying for the last uh, 10, 12 years and I, I have never seen something. There will always be arguments about, you know, if the seat is broken and all. 
all that, but a drunk No, but isn't this a situation of free that. alcohol being served and, you know, people, because it's free, you don't know how to handle your alcohol, but you still keep drinking. Uh, well, because uh, it's I, I, but let me ask you, doctor, when you I let them know, was he that. still served drinks after that, after you flagged this with the staff? Uh, I think they, uh, he, he was at least, at least served one more drink. After you let and, the staff know that he is clearly drunk and not, ab- not able to handle his alcohol. Okay, let me ask you one other well, question. Well, he, he was not, uh, I won't say he was clearly drunk, but he was incoherent would be a, a correct word. Now, let me ask you another question. You know, many are wondering, we, we've heard and read so much about this and we're all trying to figure out why, how did this happen? Like you say, it doesn't happen often. Why was she, uh, for example, you know, we hear so much about why she was made to sit in that seat that was urinated seat. on. Why, for seat. example, could uh, she not be made to sit in his seat and make him sit on the seat that he urinated uh, on? And you are spot on. So if... The two-page complaint I filed, which went nowhere, they basically they just tossed it off, which I found out later because had media not broken the story, nobody would have known. But I, I specifically uh, wrote a two-page complaint, and my complaint was not about the drunk passenger. You know, how a drunk passenger handles his drink and everything, yes. let the authority take, take, take action. Yes. My, uh, my complaint was the poor judgment called by the pilot. You have a 70-plus uh, lady. Uh, she came. She was drenched in urine. Uh, you know, I was standing there when uh, uh, two air hostels uh, wearing gloves cleaned her up, put her on the uh, business uh, 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 business class pajamas. Uh, and and then I, I, I advocated for her. I said, And this and, she, and the, the senior lady said, I can't. I said, why not? He said, I have to take the permission from the pilot. I said, go and ask the permission from the pilot. He said, well, the pilot in command is resting. Now, you have to realize in this in this kind of uh, flights, because it's a long flight, they have two sets of sure, sure. Uh, pilots. Uh, so, but let me ask, so uh, logistically, and, sir, why was she not, for example, if they could not get her a seat? Let's say no seats yeah. in economy, no seats in business. Surely she should sit in his seat, in the dry seat. And, and logistically, and why did that not the, happen? Could you explain to us since you were there? I don't, uh, um, I don't know, and that is what made me angry. And they, they, they did, you know, there was fault in multiple levels. First of all, when something like this happened, you you separate the victim and the aggressor. So the the ideal thing would be just t- and bumping him down to some economy and giving a fresh seat to her. Instead. You know, she for a good 20 minutes, they made her wait in the galley. And then they said, OK, yeah, we'll put yeah. multiple blanket uh, on your seat and uh, yeah, shocking. and make to say. Yeah. Let me ask you lastly, doctor, um, when he woke up, I, you know, I read that then he f- he f- he passed out because he was so drunk after this. When he woke up, he spoke. You're the first person he spoke to. Right. And what what did you understand? Was he scared? Was he apologetic? When he actually, you know, I went to sleep and when I woke up, he had already sobered up and the crew have already spoken to him. Okay. And the his first thing was, uh, and, and I quote, he says, bro, I think I am in trouble. And I said, you are. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, Sarah, what, what you have to understand is the crew or the captain is in no position to mediate a situation like this. Why? And, and, and. Because because it's a crime. 
and their job is yes. to okay. report the crime yes. and and handle it to the You're saying they should not be mediating between them, not that they should not be the, mediating between them. in the matter. Exactly. exactly. And, and, and you cannot put a, a 70-year-old uh, lady face to face with another uh, a, a, a young person and say, okay, you sort it out. Ah, she is already yes. in distress. And 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 and, and that which is exactly uh, what she work. said in her letter to when she reached out. She's saying I did not want to address him. I did not want to be anywhere near him. Uh, and they literally forced her to sort it out, as you're saying. Thank you so much, doctor, for joining us uh, and for speaking up for her uh, on that flight. I can only imagine how grateful she is to have uh, you there. I uh, want to uh, just quickly uh, try and bring I, I in. I just our... want to take. I just want to say one thing. You know. Uh, we as Indians are very proud, and you know, Indian workforce is looked up very uh, highly. So uh, I know I hope you know no one should take a broad brush and paint us that all Indian passengers are unruly. We don't behave well. I mean that's I mean I mean uh, that is not the case. Uh, yes, the incidents happens, and incidents happens in uh, all airlines. It's unfortunate we are having it in quick succession. But, uh, All right, let's put but, that question uh, across to actual staff who've dealt with this on an everyday basis. We have Amrita Aluwalia, former air hostess with Air India. We have Devinder, who's a former jet cabin crew. And we have Neetu Shukla, who's ex-in-flight uh, uh, service director at Kingfisher Airlines. So first of all, Amrita Aluwalia, uh, uh, who's worked with Air India before, also uh, known for saving the child bride Amina way back in 1991. Ms. Aluwalia, thank you so much. You were lauded for your intervention. You, in that point, went beyond your job description. You went beyond the call of duty. When you spoke up, you stepped in and you saved the child bride Amina in 1991. The big upset here, Ms. Aluwalia, is the fact that the, this staff at Air India did the absolute opposite of what you did. There was a lack of intervention by the Air India crew. There was really no humane response. They're like, it's your matter. I don't want to get involved. It's really unfortunate. You know, the problem is the generation gap. In our time, they connected with their passengers emotionally also. And at least I can tell you one thing that for me, there was a rest in my house. I would treat the aircraft like a temple. And people who were our passengers, we never took them as passengers. They were like friends. And if somebody was not eating, I would ask why they're not eating. Nobody went without eating or drinking a glass of juice at least on my flight. So, what we have now understood is if the management rules, they are making robots out of the cabin crew. But in this particular case, if you ask me sensibly, the blame lies with the commander. The blame lies with the commander. Blame. All right. The blame. All right. Let's bring Devinder, who's been a former jet cabin crew. Could you please answer the question? Uh, you know, Dr. Bhattacharya has also talked about in his articles about... There was a first class. Supposedly, those seats were empty. And yes. uh, he advocated for this passenger, saying, why can't she be seated in first class? And, you know, he sounds like he's in some Babu's office. There was so much bureaucracy. Pilot is there. Someone is sleeping. Someone is not sleeping. Why could, couldn't the staff just not say, fine, yes, this is horrific. You should, like, just whoever it is. Yes, absolutely. I mean, uh, 
from my flying experience, we have reseated passengers in the first class. Uh, if there were issues beyond our control, and if it's a very long flight, you can't make the passengers sit on that seat uh, where he's paid a premium, right, for yes. a business class seat. So definitely an exception can be made and the passenger can be seated in the first no, class. Is it of something, the, the, would, you have been, would it have been held against the staff if they took this call on their own? If they didn't follow the, you know, the rules or go through the commander and get the... For a situation like this, I don't think so. Because the situation was very, uh, very severe in terms of what the ladies went through. And uh, beyond that, you know, it's being on a seat. It's like, uh, it's like a human waste being uh, disposed on a seat. And that could be... Uh, you know, leading to uh, even communicable diseases. Yeah, so yeah. it is. It is uh, no point that a, a, a person can no, sit I mean, on a seat. No, whatever it is. What if it's a young, a mother with a young child who throws up, or what? I mean, if there's a seat, if you can help, exactly, why not? That's what I'm but let me ask you what Doctor talks about. Doctor Bhattacharya says um, that there were that supposedly the commander and that's the pilot was asleep, and he was explaining to us how there are two crews on these long flights. One is allowed to rest. One is awake. Is there a problem if you can't just ask the second commander? Of course. So even if one commander is on rest, the commander who's heading the flight is the commander in charge. In charge for that duration. I yes, would assume. Absolutely. I would think so. so. There is Neetu a PIC. A, sorry, a pilot in command who goes on rest transfers his duties to the one who is. Uh, that would make sense logically to someone who's not in the industry. Neetu Shukla is a former in-flight service director at Kingfisher Airlines. Uh, as Dr. Bhattacharji points out here, this lady in her complaint says that she didn't want to talk to this guy after everything that happened to her. She needed her space. She wanted whatever she wanted. She did not want to talk to him. But she was made to sit in. He was made to sit in front of her, and she was made to like address him and listen to him, apologize, etc., etc. Please, can you explain to us how he was allowed to walk away from the from on landing by the crew after reportedly reaching a quote understanding with the other passenger? What are the rules? Can the crew take a call? To play, to be judge and jury, and allow a passenger and a victim to strike bilateral agreements, or do you have to for when there is a law that has been broken? Uh, so there are different levels of disruption. This comes under level two of disruption. In such a case, uh, no, they cannot mediate, and it doesn't make sense to mediate because uh, if that is the level of seriousness of the act then there is no mediation for such an act because this directly affects the safety of the aircraft. Um, like pointed out earlier, there are communicable diseases that can spread with such kind of unsanitary behavior. Uh, irrespective, somebody flashing and um, letting themselves loose, this is unacceptable. So uh, no, after a level two of disruption, there is no mediation that can be uh, done between the passenger and the uh, hmm perpetrator and uh, no it defies logic it just defies Mr. logic i my guess is they didn't want to get into the whole legal mess and they wanted to just go home and rest after the flight because of which they didn't take any action or it maybe would have been because easier for them so, but they would have to stay back they'd have the to follow up they were trying to protect yeah okay. or because the but, complaint was written by the witness against the pic maybe they were trying to save themselves interest yes uh, and let me ask you i just want to clarify one thing if you're in uh, the crew in business class, you're obviously more senior. You're not someone yes. new. You should know, like you get priority no. to be in business class, right? You're not a fresher Correct. who's may no. not know the rules. Absolutely not. 
All right, you good have to clarify to that. All right. The other important aspect everyone's talking about, we had Dr. Bhattacharjee saying that this is not the norm, like, you know, this is not what the normal Indian uh, passenger is like, which made me raise the issue about free alcohol and how we behave around free alcohol. Dr. Mahesh Reddy, chairman of ILFI, the National Council on Air Passengers, now joins us. Dr. Reddy, what is our alcohol policy on our airlines? And, uh, I mean, what should it be after this is a change required? What's the policy right now? Uh, well, Sarah, first of all, uh, congratulations to the media for the wonderful work that uh, they have been doing on these particular issues. Unless the you know, media has taken up uh, this matter sternly, it wouldn't have got escalated to this level. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have come to the, you know, it would not even see in the light of the day. Having said it, with, when it comes to the overall uh, policy with regard to not only alcohol, but uh, the unruly passenger behavior and the in-flight services, and then, you know, the overall passenger rights are the interrelation between the airlines and passenger. Uh, well, so far, though these kind of issues were kind of surfacing here and there, I mean, those were not kind of getting highlighted. As a no. result, so what is the policy? How many drinks are you allowed? Of the How many drinks is the passenger allowed if you're in business class, for example? And when, for you know, Dr. Bhattacharya says he already flagged this off to the staff. This man has already had four drinks in front of him. He then goes up and tells the staff that look, he's not being able to hold it. And then, from what he says, he was served another drink. Yeah. Well, uh, as such, in the I mean, uh, what do you call in the manual per se? It doesn't, uh, I mean, limit on a particular one, but broadly the crew takes the call depending upon the kind of, you know, the the at behavior of the okay. passenger. Okay, uh, but, but you know, uh, I want to take, but, uh, but, I want but, to, I disagree with you, sir, on one point where you said that the media has really taken up this matter. Uh, I believe that, you know, perhaps we're focusing our attention in the wrong area. Like you have this gentleman who drank too much. This is, he's not the first person to do this. Unfortunately for him, he did it on a flight. There are Indian men who drink too much and they're peeing all over our streets. And I'm sure people have peed over others and it just happened in this case. Now we're hounding him. It's a media trial. He's being taken to jail for 14 days judicial custody. Is that going to change anything is my question when you say the media has you know, been very helpful in this case. Uh, Sarosh Damania is an aviation lawyer who is also, I'm told, uh, speaking up or supporting Shankar Mishra, or at least giving our Shankar Mishra's point of view. Uh, Mr. Damania, let me ask you as a lawyer, if this were, when once this goes to trial or goes um, to court, uh, the fact that you have the Air India CEO saying that the airline staff should report any improper behavior on aircraft to authorities at the earliest, even if the matter appears to have been settled. Uh, the fact that the Tata Sons chairperson today has admitted that the airline crew's reaction was wanting. Does that strengthen Mr. Mishra's case in court? See, as far as the airlines is concerned, they should have, of course, followed the law at that point of time. They have failed to follow the civil aviation requirement, which mandates that the passenger, unruly passenger, has to be separated from the victim. The victim, the unruly passenger, may be not in a proper sense of mind or whatever may be the situation. He was supposed to be isolated by the crew. Crew has not done his job. Apart from that, now we see the captain and they didn't even think the issue was that serious to report to the, the pilot in command. 
the pilot in command is sleeping so the crew don't think this is the important incident let the pilot sleep it's okay somebody peeing on somebody this this is a normal somebody spilled a spilled a drink also air india has first of all not taken the incident seriously they have not taken steps they did not follow the law first of all yeah now as far as of course the judicial process which is concerned and as far as what the court has to say of course prima facie the judge upon seeing the case police has sought for police custody and looking at all the facts of the case and circumstances the magistrate who was hearing the matter has felt that a police custody in this case is not required the judges of course observation in the order was mainly that all the sections which are involved are bailable section except one non bailable section which is there and because of the of course of course law will take its own course trial will go on we have to law has to give justice in principle of natural justice all right all right both sides have to okay. be heard I, I and still... thereafter of course he has also filed his bail plea which notice has been issued in a case if police custody was granted he would have not been permitted to file a bail but he has been given judicial custody so magistrate found okay. him fit i still have and he has filed a bail and bail is the hearing of bail is now scheduled on the 11th so let's see what is the outcome of the hearing what's going to come up cause that law let not law take its course okay we have dilip cherian founder and consulting partner of perfect relations is an image guru dilip cherian look at the image of india in this week your response to all of this as you watch this sara it's got less to do with just this incident in general the kind of unruliness and the kind of entitled behavior that you watch on a regular basis i'm a frequent flyer on more airlines than i like to be but watching passengers uh, the way for example deboarding takes place you know it's a melee yeah. the fact is that we have actually accelerated the pace at which uh, large parts of the country have access to airlines but this does not apply to business class passengers so that is a class of entitlement which is separate and of itself and which needs castigation and examination yeah but it is not going to come by curbing the number of drinks because at the end of the day airlines are in a competitive business so if air india does not serve the drinks sure. you will find market share going to other airlines so that's one thing yes but i point. think that what has happened is that keeping the brand of air india keeping the brand of tatas would have required very perfunctory rules which should have enabled the crew to make sure that they wake the captain up if he needed to be woken up but anybody at the control should have been able to and authorized to say that hey let the lady have a seat yes. in the empty first class or at least she wakes up from the legacy the legacy of giving upgrades in air india which is a historic fact i think it is a bit of a overburden of that interesting interesting all right we are completely out of time unfortunately but i have captain amit singh still with us so captain please speak up for captains over here you have uh, you know uh, you hear about uh, former pilots criticizing air india for scapegoating this captain why should this captain not take accountability well the captain has to take accountability but looking at the larger picture it is the culture in the airlines the safety culture prevailing or rather the reporting culture why do pilots and crew not report and it is an international phenomenon uh, statistics wise 
70% of the crew in US, as per the survey, uh, when they have reported, no action was taken. So, though it is mandatory, they are at fault if they have not reported. But you have to look at the culture prevailing in the airlines. If the management doesn't back them, if they get uh, isolated so the or get threatened by the passengers... Case? Why should they? Till now, we don't even know who the pilot or the crew is. We know who the assaulter is. We know his name. Why should we not know who the pilot is? Who was the crew here? The senior crew in this thing. Why should they be backed by the company in this case, sir? So the company has to take a call. Look, if the pilots have informed the company, then if Which the company they hasn't have, informed they haven't DGCA, even done that. They it's not as if, so the, if the company crew hasn't informed DGCA, by a passenger. Then, so if the uh, company hasn't informed DGCA, they are abetting to the crime. So the company hasn't even tendered an apology. They've just said, we regret, which means we feel sad something has happened. They haven't apologized. Nobody has apologized. That is the first thing the company is supposed to do. Do you think taking them off so the roster is enough? No. Taking off the roster is basically that uh, they are not being utilized for duty and they will be assisting in the investigation. It is not a punishment. So All right. nothing All has right. been so, done okay, this pending is not the, the punishment. Last, uh, the investigation is on. Hopefully it will be time bound. Hopefully, hopefully there will be a follow up and we will try and do our bit to come back to this story. Thank you all. I appreciate your time. I know there were uh, many, many uh, speakers today. So we perhaps didn't get to go to all of you enough. But uh, thank you for joining us on We The People.